0: perfect? Bang on my chest if you think I'm perfect. Go ahead,
1: bang on it. No heart? you got to have heart. Miles and miles of heart. This is Patchwork Heart Ministries Young Catholics Respond, brought to you by Breadbox Media. Now, here's your host, Bill Snyder.
2: Thanks, Adam, and welcome to the program, everybody. I am indeed Bill Snyder. It is a pleasure to be with all of you today. No matter how you're listening to us, whether that be on Light of Life Radio Network, uh, Breadbox Media, Evangelism Radio, or right here on Patchwork Heart Radio, thank you for being with us today. My guest today is uh, Rochelle Lucero. Rochelle, uh, after returning to the faith um, while studying business at the University of San Diego, earned a master's degree in theology and Christian ministry from Franciscan University of Steubenville. She strives to manifest the Lord's command and, in Matthew twenty-eight nineteen, to go and make disciples of all nations. As part of the Catholic Answers marketing department and the host of Catholic Answers podcast, Clumsy Theosis, she has enjoyed speaking at parish events and being a part-time theology instructor at the San Diego Diocesan Institute. Rochelle and her husband appreciate the expression of the mysteries of Eastern Catholic churches and participate in the Byzantine Rite Liturgy, where she sings in the choir and has, uh, and uh, she serves as an altar server. So, uh, Rochelle, welcome to the program. Thank you so much for being with me today and uh, sharing about your podcast and about your journey of faith uh, here on Young Catholics Respond.
0: You're welcome. It's totally my pleasure. Um, But quick correction, that would be my husband, who's an altar server at our parish.
2: Oh, your husband's an altar server. And what's his name?
0: Yeah, in the Byzantine Rite Liturgy, they have altar servers from age 10 to, there's no limit, really, actually.
2: (laughs) Isn't that great? Actually, I love serving as an altar server, (laughs) believe it or not, uh, as well. And, you know, I'm 30, I'm 33. So there's no age limit uh, (laughs) to altar serving. It's a wonderful, wonderful ministry. Um, so, um, tell me a little bit about this podcast to get started. Um, uh, you know, I know it's part of the Catholic Answers family, but, uh, it really is a, uh, engaging podcast and you've got uh, so much going on there. I guess what you're about eight, nine episodes deep in now.
0: Yes. Yeah. We just did, um, nine this last week. So this will be week 10 actually.
2: <laughs> awesome.
0: Yeah. So it's pretty new and it's gotten like a really good response. And I was just overwhelmed um, by how well it's been received by everyone. And really, it all comes down to um, the name clumsy theosis. And uh, theosis, if people don't know what that means, it's um, to become godlike, which is what we're all called to do. We're all called to holiness. We're all called to be set apart for the Lord. Um, And I think maybe that's why everyone is, you know, has been so drawn to the podcast because we all know that that's a call that we all have, but we are, we are all fallen human beings. And so we're going to go about this call to holiness in our own clumsy ways. Um, But in the Lord's grace and his mercy, we're able to get back up when we fall and continue on this path um, throughout (laughs) life and hopefully end on the other side of the veil with Jesus.
2: Yeah, absolutely. You know, um, that's that's a great way to put it. We're all striving for heaven. We're all striving to be become more godlike. We're called to be in God's uh, likeness and image, mm-hmm. image and likeness. And um, and yeah, we're sometimes clumsy in doing that. And I think God gets that uh, better than each and every one of us does. Mm-hmm. Uh, so thanks for highlighting that in, in the podcast. But you have so many interesting topics. You kind of go about it in a way. Um, that that is really down to earth. Um, and and what are some of the topics that you touch on? What are some of the things that you uh, call people to in the podcast?
0: Right. So right now it seems like the topics are a little all over the place. and maybe that's because I let myself be led by the Holy Spirit and I pray about what, you know, what do you want me to talk about, Jesus? What do you want? Um, and part of it is where um, I am in my faith journey, or he'll remind me of things that I have gone through, you know, in my, how do I say this, in in my quest for holiness, things that were very beneficial, and he'll put them on my heart. And so different things I've covered are... Um, Mercy in the Mass, so different parts in the Mass to pay attention to in order to um, receive God's mercy and really optimally like take advantage of all of the graces that are there. Um, other things are more practical, like um, when you're praying the rosary, like if you're having difficulty, um, some ways to focus in and meditate. Um, what else do I have?
2: Oh, there's so many. Great oh my gosh. Things, yeah. yeah. I'm
0: just trying to think like <laughs> off the top of my head. And really it's um I like to think of it as like a toolbox of um things for people to be able to take with them and to put in their prayer life. And so one of them even was prayer and so just some ways of active prayer to make sure that your um, your prayer is very well rounded and it's not just about yourself and your fears and um even your complaints, you know, like how to like worship the Lord in prayer, how to praise the Lord in prayer. Yeah, like the topics are at this point, they're they're very varied. And I foresee, you know, knowing the Holy Spirit and his interaction in my life, that they will continue to be just as varied.
2: And that's beautiful, too, because, um, you know— I, I think the way you go about it and listening to, you know, uh, a few of these episodes, the way you go about it, uh, there's, there's a personal vulnerability in each of them, which I think is a wonderful thing. Uh, you know, you know, you share your own story, you share um, your own struggles, which I think is uh, a great thing, especially for the generation you're trying to reach, <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, um, this, this millennial generation, this uh, iGen generation that we're trying to uh, <laughs> impact um, needs to know that that we're just as human as they are, right?
0: Yes, definitely. And that's it. And, um, yeah, when it comes to holiness, I think all, a lot of us have this idea in our head that it's something that it's unattainable. Like, you either have to be, like, a cloistered nun that is, like, perfect all the time and, like, speaks really softly and always smiles and is always happy or, you know, the super holy priest or, you know, just, it, it seems in our mind anyway, like unattainable, but that's not true. And I think maybe my time at Franciscan, there's a lot of religious there, you know, a lot of um, nuns that are there or sisters, sorry, and um, friars everywhere, you know, and so you just see this gamut of just personality and just, they're just people, right? And they're just operating through God's grace in order to live out the call that they've been given. And that for me, I know was really encouraging and it made me I it mean it's so obvious to me that yeah holiness is for everyone. It's not just, you know, for some elite. It's for all of us.
2: And that's uh, and that's so good. So, you know, what do you, uh, what what do you call um, young people to like I mean, obviously you can say I call young people to holiness, but but, but when you talk about um, you know, theosis becoming more godlike, what are those first steps that you would say to a young person? Uh, that that maybe has believed that myth out there that that it's you know unattainable. What do you what do you say to them first?
0: The first thing is that a reminder that you were created by God and you were created in His image and likeness, and He knows your personality. He formed you in your mother's womb, and He formed you with the intention for you to be holy, the way that you are, and that. He foresaw any struggles that you might, um, any struggles that you might have to go through in your life, any situations that might be out of your control, and he foresaw those and he was ready to give you all the grace that you need in all of those moments in order for you to become who he wants you to be, which is a saint, and how to live that out in the world.
2: (laughs) It's so good. So so good, uh, Rochelle. Let's um, you know move a little bit into uh, you know you kind of mentioned it your time at Franciscan University uh, and and you know returning to the Catholic faith. What does that what does that mean uh, to return to the Catholic faith?
0: Yeah, it's interesting. A lot of um, speakers that I've heard, um, they've either been either not Catholic, like they were some other sort of Christian denomination, or they just maybe were agnostic. Um, or then you have other Catholic speakers that I've heard that are cradle Catholics and they've always kind of had a solid faith and I don't fit in either of those categories. I'm a cradle Catholic, you know, I was baptized as a baby and I'm, you know, we would go to church, um, throughout my life during different spells, but we weren't really consistent. And, um, I received all my sacraments, but my catechesis was, it there was much to be desired to be desired in my uh, formation. And so when I got to high school, I had some tough questions that I didn't have answers to. Um, And so I just kind of stopped believing what the church taught, mostly on like moral issues and such. um, But I would still call myself Catholic. I loved that I was Catholic. I knew that there was something special there, but I was one of those like Catholics in name only which is probably like the worst Catholic to be because I was out there advertising to the world that I'm Catholic. But I believe, you know, that um, women can be priests and I don't see anything wrong with um, same-sex marriage and all this. It's just because I didn't have the formation to explain to me why these things go against God's plan for us to be everything that we're created to be. And so, yeah, when I came back to the faith, it really was like an awakening of... um. Of the gifts of the holy spirit in me you know the lord just all of a sudden just made it very apparent to me you know through um my conversion and my conversion was you know sparked by like <laughs> drama and tragedy in life you know how sometimes it happens um but yeah so for me to return to the faith, to return to the faith was really just me actually believing what the lord said and trusting that he knew what he was doing when he formed the church, and that the church is safeguarding all of the truths of the faith and um, all of his truths.
2: That's that's a wonderful thing. Um, can you just maybe you know talk a little bit about? I mean, we got about a minute and a half before the break here. Um, can you just talk a little bit about like that that spark, and then and then like what you did to follow that up? You know what I mean like like did did you increase learning like what what did you do to like okay pursue pursue the faith?
0: Right. Um like I said so for me I had like a traumatic experience in my life and I was just devastated and so I just turned to the Lord. I knew that I was like I just need Jesus and that's the only thing that's going to help me here and really it was that surrender And then the Lord's grace like set everything up kind of like, you know, people set up dominoes and you hit the first one and they all just kind of fall down and everything just falls into place. And I went to my local parish and I registered and I said, is there anything for young adults? And they were like, actually, there is. Here's this list of all these things that you can do. And I had no idea no idea ever that all of these young Catholics were getting together and doing things. And I just went and they just reached out to me when I got there. And little by little people would talk to me and invite me to different events. And, um, those events weren't just fun, you know, social events. They were prayerful events. Um, some prayer meetings, some praise and worship nights, um, There's a monthly Mass here for purity and chastity. So, like, all of these different things. And the Lord was just, like, introducing me to one person after the next, and I was just going with it. And I wasn't, you know, giving into those social fears of, well, I don't know anyone. I was just like, I need Jesus. And I don't care if I go there and I stand there and I don't know anyone. I know I just need to go and just be there.
2: Amen. Great stuff. Um, My guest today on Young Catholics Respond is Rochelle Lucero. She is the host of Clumsy Theosis, uh, and uh, just talking about her podcast and about her journey of faith today on Young Catholics Respond. Uh, Rochelle, we've got to take a short break, but when we come back, uh, we're going to continue talking about uh, your incredible uh, life that you're unfolding for us here on this episode. So, right back after these messages here on Young Catholics Respond, I'm Bill Snyder with my guest, Rochelle Lucero.
1: The Contemplative Stations of the Cross audio devotional is now available from Patchwork Heart Ministry. This devotional features an introduction and overview of the theology, history, and spirituality of the Stations of the Cross by Father Bill Zimmer, a priest of the Archdiocese of Chicago, along with an audio version of the Contemplative Stations of the Cross led by author Bill Snyder and the Stabat Mater. Chanted in Latin by Marissa Ellison. CDs are $7.99, and digital downloads are only $3.99. Copies may be purchased by visiting patchworkheart.org or calling 424-704-3278. That's 424-704-3278.
2: Judy Hare was a bankrupt, homeless, drug-addicted college dropout on the brink of divorce, but is now a seminary graduate and devoted wife and mother of four children. What happened? Find out in her autobiography, Shattered, How God Restored My Heart and Life. Her journey of faith has been called brutally honest, truly inspiring, profound, heartbreaking, and life-changing. Shattered is available now for only $15 on her website, judiehair.com, on amazon.com, or at your local Catholic bookstore. As Judy says, it is never too late to become the person you deserve and desire to be. So stop wishing for change and start doing something about it by reserving your copy of Shattered today. Hi everybody, Bill Snyder here just want to thank you for listening to this episode of Young Catholics Respond. And as a founder of Patchwork Heart Ministry, we have so much more going on than just our podcasts. Check it out at patchworkheart.org.
1: Do you want to keep your finger on the pulse of Patchwork Heart Ministry? Follow our monthly blog, written on our hearts. Simply go to patchworkheartministry.blogspot.com and click subscribe, and follow the on-screen instructions. That's patchworkheartministry.blogspot.com, then click subscribe.
2: Your heart is always beating, but you never have to think about it.
1: Welcome back to Young Catholics Respond. Once again, Bill Snyder.
2: Welcome back, everybody, to this episode of Young Catholics Respond. I am Bill Snyder, and uh, my guest today is Rochelle Lucero. She is the host of Catholic Answers' um, Clumsy Theosis podcast. And we're talking with Rochelle about the podcast, but also about her journey of faith and uh, her life, which is just uh, so, so fascinating, especially for uh, many, many uh, millennials and iGens out there um, like ourselves. So, uh Rochelle, talk, you, you kind of left us off with you going through your uh, faith journey and uh, coming back to the church and having an understanding of who Jesus is in your life. But um, you know, through going to those young adult meetings, but and and everything. But talk to us um, a little bit more about uh, you know how how Jesus through that really you really um, set you on fire.
0: Yeah, it's. Um... Looking back on it, it, it really is amazing. And like initially when I very first came back to the church and I was like, I need Jesus, that wasn't my idea. That was um, the Virgin Mary's idea. I've always had a really close connection with her. And when things fell apart, she was like, you just need to see my son. And I was like, all right, I'll go see Jesus, right? And so she brings me into the church. Well, obviously Jesus does. And the communion of saints, Like I know everyone like totally had my back and was like, making things happen and all that. And so I come to these young adult events and I fall into this group of on fire Catholics and come to find out the majority of them are from Franciscan University. You know, I had I had no idea Franciscan University existed. Um, I had no idea what the charismatic renewal was. I never heard about it. Um, but the, we would go to what they would call like a prayer meeting and we would like praise the Lord you know, and sing all these songs. And I was like, this is awesome. And then one day they were like, can we pray over you? And I was like, I don't really know what that means. But sure, you want to pray for me? Yeah, sure. Why not? And so they laid hands on me and they were just praying over me. And it was, you know, words of knowledge and prophecy. And I was like, you know, you know, that Holy Spirit fire just ignites in your chest. And you're like, how did these people know this?
2: Yeah, right. what is
0: going on? (laughs) But at the same time, I just felt so light, and so free and so peaceful. And then one of my um, really close friends now, she, um, she was explaining to me, you know, there are gifts that the Holy spirit gives you. And right now I'm getting the sense that you have these gifts. Why don't you try to do these things? And I was like, okay, sure. Why not? And that moment, like, so the first gift was like to pray in tongues and I did it and I was like, Oh my gosh, this is like the oddest sensation, but it just feels so right. And, um, after they were done praying over me, it was, it was just an amazing feeling of just like this peace. But I felt so alive at the same time. Um, and they were like, why don't you pray over this next person? And so I was like, okay. And so I laid my hands, you know, on the next person that wanted prayer along with everyone else. and like, things started coming to my mind and my heart just felt like it was just swelling. And the things that were coming to my mind, all of a sudden they'd like pop out of other people's mouths. And I was like, wait, I was just thinking that. And this is a person that we're praying over that I don't know. And so then I just feel like I have to say, you know, what's, you know, what is on my mind, like it like it has to come out of my mouth. And so I say, it, and then everyone in the group, like their eyes pop open, and they look at me. And afterwards, you know, they explain like, yeah, so we thought you had the gift of prophecy. And like, you totally do, because that's just what happened. And I was like, Oh, my gosh, I had no idea. And so really, like, encountering the Lord in such an intimate way. That was the first time that I had ever clearly felt the Lord speak and know that, that it was the Lord. And so like, yeah, the Holy Spirit just like enlivened my faith in that moment. And it's like, you know, uh, Mary's the spouse of the Holy Spirit. And so like, I, the way I look at it is like, she told me to come to the church to her son and she introduced me to her spouse. Right. And then they, in scripture, we know that no one can say that Jesus Christ is Lord, except through the Holy Spirit. And it was like, in that moment, it was just like, perfect. You know, the Holy Spirit introduced me to her spouse. And then, you know, the Holy, sorry, (laughs) Mary introduced me to her spouse. And then the Holy Spirit, like, just made it like, like snap your fingers. And it was like, yes, Jesus is real. And everything that is wrong in my life, it's because I don't do what Jesus says, you know, and it was just, (laughs) it was absolutely amazing. And from then on, Um, yeah, I would always go to these prayer meetings. And then I have friends that they would do it in their house on Saturday mornings. And it was just like this awesome, like awakening for me. And then I ended up at Franciscan University. It wasn't not, (laughs) Franciscan University was not my first choice for graduate schools, but it really is a place that you're called to go. And I know for sure, like once I stepped on that campus, it was like, oh, I'm supposed to be here
1: yeah
2: and you know the amazing thing is that it's a fruit um of the charismatic renewal the university is a fruit of the charismatic renewal uh Mm -hmm. where you were uh talking about so much um so much of that baptism in the holy spirit Mm -hmm. um that that is um what i think god and actually pope francis says that's for the entire church that is for Mm -hmm. everybody so if you're out there And you are listening to this and you're like, okay, I am living this uh, totally mundane Catholic life. Um, Know that uh, the the church and the the large church like, you know, uh, the pope (laughs) wants you to experience (laughs) this type of faith. Our faith is not meant to be hidden right it says Mm -hmm. in scripture too that it's you know a light right it's a city on a hill these Mm -hmm. things are supposed to be shown to the world and uh, our society will just tell you that you're supposed to keep it hidden um, you know, but, but we are not to do that. We're supposed to let it shine. We're supposed to let it be visible on a hill. And when we do that, uh, we transform others. We transform the world, uh, by our baptism, right? It's by our baptism, yes. uh, that we are ordained or, you know, ordained, but we are uh, consecrated priest, prophet, and King, right? Yes. So, so through that priest, prophet, and King ship, We are to go out and live that, and and all the baptism in the Holy Spirit is an awakening to those gifts of baptism and confirmation. So it's a realization of those gifts uh, that have been given to you sacramentally. And, Mm -hmm. and that's all it is. I mean, people go, oh my gosh, this is such a scare. Like, no, 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 no. It's not scary. This is just realizing who you are as a Christian. Exactly.
0: Yeah. I totally agree with that. And some people have these ideas. Like for me, maybe it's a good thing that I had never heard of the charismatic renewal before. I had no, no prejudice, no bias, no anything. And I felt like it was something very personal for myself. It was just like, wow, God is talking to me. I can feel God talking to me, like in my soul, in my heart and using me the way that I am in my personality. And, you know, it, it doesn't look the same on everyone. Every, you know, it, it, the way that you live out those gifts of the Holy Spirit are very different and very unique to you. And that is what I think is is what's so wonderful because like you said it is for everyone and so all of us with our uniqueness our unique gifts our unique personalities we're able to reach different people in different ways on different levels if we exercise our personal gifts of the holy spirit like the way that that personally plays out in the world
2: yes exactly right exactly right you know and 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 so don't be afraid of the Holy Spirit. I think there's a lot of people out there that might be afraid of the Holy Spirit and what he can do in your life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't be afraid. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah, and like because it, it when people explain it it's just like, you know, this this power came over me and it's true, but like like I explained in my experience, it was just also co- accompanied by this like all-encompassing peace, a peace that I'd never experienced in my whole life.
2: Yeah. And 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 that is so beautiful. Um it, it and it is so true. I think everybody uh, understands that it's it's the most welcome thing for the soul. Like it's like like you want to be it's welcoming, you know. Yes. Um but let's um you know, it's amazing how fast these things fly. Uh, you know, I have 3 <laughs> minutes 3 minutes left. Um, oh so, my goodness. I know, right? Um uh, so so let's uh just maybe close with a little bit about uh the clumsy theosis slogan. Um, and which is, uh, transform the world by transforming yourself, which I think is a perfect, uh, close to the show actually.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it actually, um, it was inspired by Catherine of Siena who, um, wanted to just be like a cloistered nun and not have to do anything with the world. And so in her young life, she spent so much time removing herself from the world and just spending so much time alone with the Lord in prayer. But the Lord had bigger plans for her and wanted her to end up becoming this doctor of the church. And like she was so active um, in what was going on in the political sphere um, in Italy in her day, and there was some drama in um, in the Vatican. And so, like the Lord even told this, you know, woman in the middle medieval time to go in and, you know, speak my truth. And so it was because she was so connected with the Lord from this time that she had spent alone with him in prayer that she was able to go out into the world and transform it for the Lord. And really that's what it is with us, you know, like you need to spend time with the Lord. You need, you know, we're all about change in our culture. We want to change everything. We, you know, at least that's what you hear. You know, you buy a product because it can benefit, you know, someone in another country. Um and so why not do that in a way that is lasting, in a way that the Lord intended it? to be through his Holy Spirit by growing an in intimacy with him. Of course, that's going to benefit you, but it's going to benefit everyone in your life from your family, your friends, the people that you work with, the people in your community, and the more people that are transformed by the Lord through prayer and learning how to really get the most out of the sacraments of the church and how to just have that intimacy with him just by living out our lives we don't realize it but we will be transforming the world once we have such closeness with the lord
2: yes and it, and and through that one person at a time uh mentality it is totally possible to transform the yes. world um uh, you know do what you do where, do what you're called in the circle you are called to and the holy mm-hmm. spirit will just blow open uh the doors uh, right off your soul and off um off other people's lives and souls it's just as amazing what happens uh, mm-hmm. when you're yeah and you didn't
0: even realize it at the time no. you're just going about your business
2: exactly that's the that's the most incredible thing That it becomes not about you exactly <laughs> it's not about you uh, through it all uh, Rochelle thank you so much for spending time with me today uh, it's a pleasure to talk to you uh, it's just been a joy as well uh, to have you on the program I have to have you back on at some point of
0: course yeah no I totally had a blast this is great
2: uh, and so listen to uh, Clumsy Theosis, by the way. Uh, you can find it on all the pod, uh, podcast, uh, ways you can download a podcast. So you listen to it. Uh, all you have to do is type in Clumsy Theosis. Even on Google, it comes right up.
0: Yes, uh, it does.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so uh, thanks so much again, Rochelle. This has been awesome to have you.
0: Wonderful. All right, everyone. Peace out.
2: Yes, and this has been an episode of Young Catholics Respond. Until next time, from all of us here at Patchwork Heart Ministry, I'm Bill Snyder. Keep beating to your Catholic heart.
1: This has been an episode of Young Catholics Respond. For more information about our program or to be a guest, visit patchworkheart.org, email info at patchworkheart.org, or call 424-704-3278. That's 424 704 3278.